0: Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team.
1: Well, hello, and welcome back to our daily devotional podcasts. It is so good to be with you. This is Coral, and I'm here with my fabulous husband, Campbell.
0: I, I concur.
1: You concur. That's great. That's great greatly concur that you are fabulous. It's awesome. Uh, well, it's so good to be with you. Uh, we just here in New Zealand in the last couple of days have gone back down into our second lockdown, which is a little bit crazy.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you get to be with me more, that, which is a good thing. That's a blessing. That's yes, a blessing. But
0: feel sorry for the economy and people. It's just a real challenging time.
1: Yeah, it is challenging. And I guess why we've really got to start each day with our eyes looking heavenward, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So just a great way to start the day. A great way to be. Um, Uh, just great to be with you guys. Um, Yesterday, Pastor Paul and Marie uh, started or talked about our final uh, beatitude and we've been spending an amazing couple of weeks around the beatitudes and they talk from verse 10. So I want to reread that to you. Um, That reads, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And the reason I read that is because today we're going to continue with verse 11 and 12, which is actually part of the same beatitude. Uh, It actually just amplifies the reward that we receive when we see persecution uh, or when we have to walk through persecution and actually seen it as a, as a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, let me read verse 11 and 12 to you. This reads Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you.
0: Yeah. Just love, love, love the words of Christ. So insightful, so simple, yet so profound. Uh, I think in the Amplified version it reads, uh, the word blessed uh, starts off, you know, blessed, fortunate, desirable, or to be envied. Right. So, you know, Jesus is talking here about eight characteristics of blessed people. Um, These are eight uh, attitudes that Christ wanted firmly established in the hearts of his disciples Uh, They've been referred to as the be happy attitudes. This really is a pathway to live in a light of of blessing, you know. God's a good God. He wants us blessed. Uh, But these are counterintuitive. And certainly, you know, being persecuted, we think, is a bad thing. It's Mm. a negative thing. Mm. Um, Yet Jesus was very uh, clear Mm. in the the Bible, and he said, uh, all who desire to live godly, you know, will suffer persecution. So. Uh, we, this parable, or this this teaching, this beatitude helps us realign our perspective, the way we look at persecution.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's quite, some quite strong words actually saying rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Uh, I think it's really interesting that the other previous beatitudes really are to get us to this place where we can rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Um, you know, the first beatitudes speak to inequalities, the attitudes and character. This last beatitude is the only one that actually speaks to external things that happen to believers, Um, but that happens as a result of us living out that first, because when we're living a godly life in this ungodly world, uh, it will attract some pushback, and mainly because people just don't, they they misunderstand, or more so, I guess, probably the light that we walk in actually exposes the darkness that, that others walk in, or this darkness of, the spiritual darkness of the reality of this world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think Jesus was totally aware that on this earth that we live in, there are two different uh, world systems. There are two mm-hmm. fundamentally uh, diametrically opposing value systems. Yeah. And uh, if you listen to a lot of his words, I know in John's gospel, uh, in John 7, 7, he said uh, to his disciples, he said, hey guys, the world can't hate you, but it actually hates me because I testify of it that yeah. its works are evil. Yeah, right. And Jesus was the personification of love on earth. but yes. um. He was also the personification of truth, and his Mm. message, uh, while he got a lot of popularity and a lot of people loved him, uh, Mm. is a lot of people that hated him as well. Yeah. And he went on to say, if the world hates you, uh, just, he said, be aware that it hated me long before it hated you. Right. He said, if you were of this world system, the world would love its own. Uh, Yet, because you are not of this world, I chose Mm. you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. and yeah, those are very strong words, uh, but yeah. Jesus put that truth very clearly before his disciples and he wanted them to know that they were literally uh, like sheep uh, amidst uh, a generation of, of wolves and he wanted to, to, to them to have a right perspective of the nature of the battle, the spiritual battle they were really in, that it wasn't all going to be uh, milk and, uh, what do they say? Milk and, milk and honey. Milk and honey. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> chocolates and flowers or whatever, you know. it's going to be pretty wild out there, guys, so you better buckle down and get ready for um, some pushback. Right,
1: right, yeah. Yeah, I think the interesting thing with that, though, is that... Um with this beatitude, is that yes, we get pushback, but it's the only beatitude where the blessings we receive are referred to twice. Yeah. So obviously, the you know the um, the scripture that Pastor Paul and Marie talked about yesterday, and then goes on to to this one. So um, it's almost as if there's a double blessing, or it's been repeated to emphasise that generous blessing given by God to those who are are persecuted. So yeah, yeah I mean, what what do you? What do you think this blessing looks
0: like? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's very, he's very specific. He said, You're blessed when you're persecuted for righteousness. Uh, yes. Not for being an egg. Yeah. Not for doing something <laughs> dumb. So good. Not for yeah. being selfish. Not for yeah. being unwise. He said, yeah. But when you are a truly righteous person, yeah. he said, you will It will re- attract pushback. There are yeah. powers of darkness, and they're not always going to clap their hands. And uh, in fact, you know, he said, oh, Woe to you if all men speak well of you. Um, um, so you know, often what is highly esteemed by man, Jesus yes. said, you know, is an abomination to God, and, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And I think you know, sometimes um, you know, the pe- the times where in human history where people have been powerfully used by God, they right. do they do have this incredible pushback. And I think of Paul and Silas being thrown into prison for their faith, and they were sitting there with their backs bleeding, their feet in stocks. Yeah. Yet at midnight they were singing. They felt yeah. so close to God. Yeah. And I've yeah, often sure. read people who have been in communist you know, countries. They've been persecuted, put in prison, uh, ripped away from their families. Yeah. And often in those places, they, they've talked later on about how close they felt with God when there was nothing else, the sweetness they uh, encountered in that mm. stone prison cell. Yeah,
1: amazing. And
0: often they come back out into a Western country and they're back in the lap of luxury. Yeah. And I remember reading these guys and some of them have said, you know, in a sense, they, they miss that closeness they had with God back in that prison yeah, cell. Yeah, So that's yeah, the Yeah, they're real, persecuted. Yeah. But I guess
1: it forces you complete dependence and trust and you find the sweetness of his presence. Yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I think in one sense, you talk about, the you know, those prisoners in the communist worlds or, as, you know, countries, I think... Quite contrary to what we experience in the Western world, I think it looks persecution looks really different for us in one sense.
0: And, yeah, um, yeah. I remember, you know, being a young Christian, and it often happens in these years. You get radically saved, you get baptised, filled with the Spirit, and Jesus becomes so real to you. Mm. And of course, you're just, you know, naively, innocently sharing with family and friends. And mm. I remember people at school laughing at me, and you know, the comments about, "Oh, Campbell's a Christian," and and that that hurt. You know, yeah. I wanted to be. Liked, But yeah. what I found was real, and it was so frustrating that I couldn't convince them yeah. that I wasn't a nutter, that this was real, yeah. that Jesus yeah. was alive. And, yeah, and I sure. remember one time my, my brother, older brother, and my best friend both laughing at me for some of the stuff I was sharing with them. And yeah. and that that hurt. I remember yeah. walking out of the room, and I remember feeling so sort of hurt, frustrated. I remember tears coming into my eyes as a 16, 17-year-old, mm. you know, time. teenager. Mm. Um but I, I tell you what, I, it 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 didn't break me. It made me. It made me get closer to God. Yeah, right.
1: Uh,
0: I remember one day uh, doing a uh, doing my carpentry apprenticeship, um, being laughed at by a whole lot of these young apprentice carpenters over my Christian stance. And I went out and I sat in the quadrangle uh, all by myself. I opened up my little New Testament and I read a verse from Jeremiah about Jeremiah sitting alone because God's hand was upon him. And and I just remember the closeness that I felt with God. And and this was just a couple of nasty words. It's it's nothing compared to what some people go through. Yeah. But it was real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, it's amazing, and I guess like what we started with at the beginning, the scripture says to rejoice and be exceedingly glad, and that's obviously what you were able to do in that in that moment in that time. So, yeah, I guess we want to encourage you that uh, in spite of persecution, and when it does come, that live a life of rejoicing and exceeding gladness. And uh, yeah, yeah.
0: you've really got, as Jesus said, leap and jump for joy. So. Uh, We live in it. We are countercultural as Christians. And Jesus said your response, don't get melancholic. Don't take it personally. Uh, He said leap, jump, uh, get excited and really break that oppression off your life and get focused back on God and keep living intelligently and wisely and righteously for God and just realize that's part of the journey.
1: Yeah, so good. All right, well, I'll pray, shall we? Mm. Yeah, Father, we thank you that we get to spend time together today talking about you, talking about your word, yeah. and talking about how blessed we are when we walk in your ways, Lord God. And Father, for every person who is suffering persecution at this time, yeah. I pray that there would be an exceeding gladness and rejoicing about uh, within those moments, Lord God. And I pray that through all of this, yeah. that this would continue to draw us closer to you, closer to your presence, and closer to knowing you and living with you with you well. Lord we love you and we honour you in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Have a best day you guys. Great spending time with you Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at LifeNZ.org.